Welcome back to the Encounter Radio Show with Bill Reeser on 99.1 FM Life Changing Radio WJMM. So grateful that you've tuned in today. I've been making an important announcement that this Friday, September 22nd, Encounter Live services are going to resume at 1301 Brandon Road, Church of the Savior, with a free dinner at 530, service at 630. I hope you show up. It's going to be an amazing fall kickoff. Can't wait to see you there. For more information about Encounter, you can email me. Also, I want to know how I can pray for you. Anything that's going on in your life, just email me at bill at thehopeencounter.org, bill at thehopeencounter.org, or just go to our website, thehopeencounter.org, and would you pray about making a donation today to help our ministry uh, press on and get our Bible studies that are now available on Amazon out uh, there's some churches that I need to visit that I want to talk to about Encounter and, this, and get the Encounter ministry established uh, because everyone needs Encounter. And this Bible study is life-changing. It's life-transforming. And I hope you'll pick one up uh, for more information about that. Again, you could just uh, go to Amazon and go to, and just look for Bill Reeser Encounter Bible Study, and it'll come up. I hope you pick one up today. So yesterday on the Encounter Radio Show, uh, I talked about how about a year or so ago, I did a retreat, and the question that, and the challenge that God laid in my spirit was, he said that people are always asking, does this stuff really work? Everything about Christianity, prayer, Jesus, forgiveness, heaven, hell, the word, the promises, the armor, the beatitudes, the life. Uh, God, the peace of God, uh, pulling down strongholds, everything about the Christian life. Does this stuff really work? I hope you tune in or go to the previous podcast to, to listen to it if you missed it. Because here's the deal. Who in your life is asking the questions, does this stuff really work? And how is your belief system answering those questions? How is your serving answering those questions? How is your faith answering those questions? How is your prayer life answering those questions. How would your family, your spouse, your kids, your peers answer that question for you? How would your wallet answer those questions? How would your schedule? How would your time alone spent with the king answer those questions? How would what you meditate on in your mind answer those questions? And how would a stranger that you encounter answer that question for you? Because let me tell you what does work. The devil works if you let him. Pride works if you let it. Religion works if you let it. Unbelief works if you let it. Apathy works if you let it. Busyness works if you let it. Greed works if you let it. Passivity works if you let it. Guilt, shame, regrets, fear, worry, anxiety. All work if you let them. Not wanting to get well works if you let it. The world and its value system work if you let it. Lust works if you let it. Porn works if you let it. Drugs and alcohol work if you let it. Gossip, sowing, discord, complaining, whining, not coming under authority, all work if you let it. Secret, unconfessed sin works if you let it. Taking your life for granted works if you let it. Taking your wife for granted works if you let it. Taking your salvation for granted works if you let it. Taking Jesus and what he did for you on the cross for granted works if you let it. Taking the devil for granted works if you let it. Complacency, which leads to compromise, which leads to confusion, which leads to catastrophe, always works if you let it. That's just the destination that all those terrible seas lead you to. And so these are important questions. Uh, That's why the Bible tells us 
to examine ourselves periodically. The Apostle Paul told us to examine ourselves to see whether we're in the faith, to see that if to see that Jesus Christ is in us, unless we fail to meet the test, 2 Corinthians 13, 5. I mean, the Bible tells us in the Old Testament, Lamentations 3.40, let us examine our ways and test them and let us return to the Lord. Because the, the bottom line, if you're listening to the Encounter Radio Show, and you always do, I just want to always set you up for success. I mean, I, I just want to always hope that the Holy Spirit would realign your life and always make sure that you're on the right track. And I just, for some, I want it to be a line in the sand where you're never going to go back and you're going to move forward with God no matter what the cost. And I always hope that whatever we teach on this encounter, a radio show will convict you uh, of whatever keeps you from being all in. And I, I'm, I hope that listening to the show will train your hands for war so that you can be counted on as one of God's mighty men of worshipers and warriors. And to seal your identity if you're a guy to be the priest of unto your god and a priest into your home to seal your calling as a leader a peacemaker an agent of grace a beacon of humility to take your prayer life to new heights because if you can pray more effectively you'll be blessed more and you'll be a blessing to others to enlist you to be a part of the next great awakening where the spirit of the lord doesn't pass you over but chooses you to be a part of the next great movement of god in our generation, I mean, I want you to be a spirit-filled, spirit-minded, spirit-guided person that understands that if you want to get close to God, you got to learn how to run errands for the Holy Spirit. This radio station, that's just, just another errand for me, uh, that the Holy Spirit opened up a door for me. Nothing more. I'm just on assignment. I mean, because the world is asking this one question, does this stuff really work? And how are you answering that question or those questions? How is your life answering those questions? I mean, when I got called to ministry, the Lord told me to always bring people to where the action is. You know where, you know where the action is? Prayer. God's presence. To live a totally consecrated, sold-out life for Jesus Christ. And there are what the Bible calls types of Christ. People represent a picture or a life of Christ. Like Joseph would be a great example of a type of Christ. What type of Christ are you? Since we are heirs with Christ and share in his inheritance, since we have the mind of Christ, the life of Christ, we can get dressed with Christ. What errands are you running for the Holy Spirit that make people, when they see you, they see the life of Jesus in you? I mean, how often are you experiencing the power of God, the voice of God, the deliverance of God, the glory of God? I mean, what are we doing if we're not experiencing all of this in, in, in abundance? What's the point? What's the plan? What's the purpose? If we don't hear the voice of God with specific instructions about our life, our purpose, our calling, our destiny, our ministry, the people we love, what's the point if the best part of Christianity is to come to church, hear a podcast, go to a Bible study every now and then, do a devotion, hang out with other Christians until Jesus comes back? There's got to be something more than, than that. What's the point of doing another Bible study and learning the Greek word for this and that? I mean, the bottom line, the devil could care less who the Amicalites or who the Philistines are. The devil could care less that you learn who the Jebusites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Girgashites all are. As long as he keeps sending ites in your life, like pornites, lustites, guiltites, shameites, cancerites, angerites, religionites, churchites, prideites, 
legalismites, lazyites, gossipites, carnal Christianites, H-O-S-T-ites, Holy Spirit opposition teamites, infirmityites, financialites, prodigal childrenites, drugites, alcoholites, codependencyites, denialites, blindites, fearites, anxietyites, doubtites, passivityites, rebellionites, reprobateites, strongholdites, unforgivenessites, self-entitlementites, addictionites, unbeliefites, generational curseites, absent father woundites, unclean spiritites, narcissismites, wineites, people who whine and complain all the time, idolatryites, and every wicked spiritites, every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of Godites, and every voiceite that masquerades as an angel of light that has you listening to the wrong voice because you're not in the word and in the presence of God every day hearing his voice. Friends, I got to tell you, there's a lot of ites out there and we're giving in to them and we're bound by them because we're in the last days and time is short, but God is raising up and looking for an end time army of worshipers and warriors who can firmly, without hesitation, pass the test and answer these questions by always being prepared to give an account of the hope they now live for and declare with confidence and faith that this stuff really works. Jesus Christ works if you let him. The word works. The Holy Spirit works. The blood works. Putting on the armor works. God's promises work. God's Bible works. The cross works. We're living in a time and generation where we need a major revival because the entire nation has turned its back on God. Societies are turning their back on God. Churches are turning their backs on God by walking away from Scripture and compromising the Word of God. See, in the Old Testament, in Israel, judgment was coming. If you read 2 Kings, I like to call it the Josiah generation. It's just an unbelievable story where judgment was coming, uh, but revival through prayer and coming back to God gave them a great reprieve. I mean, it's just an unbelievable story. And if you look at 2 Kings 22, uh, verse 18, it, it says this, Tell the king of Judah, who sent you to inquire of the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says concerning the words you have heard. Because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I have spoken against this place and its people, that they would become accursed and laid waste. And because you tore your robes and wept in my presence, I have heard you, declares the Lord. Therefore, I will gather you to your fathers, and you'll be buried in peace. Your eyes will not see all the disaster I'm going to bring to this place. So they took her answer back to the king. Josiah was just a little kid that, got, that received the word of the Lord in a country that turned its back on God. But all it took was one kid, one little young king, to say, you know what? We're going to turn back to God. We're going to trust God. And that's what it means. Uh, it's a forsaking of all others and making a decision-making moment to just trust God, no matter what the world is telling you. Being priests and guardians of your home, being priests unto your God, being priests in an ungodly society. 
I mean, guys, if you're listening, anyone listening, if you have sexual immorality in your life or any other unconfessed sin, you're leaving a, a door open to your family for the devil to come in and destroy them. And don't let anyone deceive you. Immorality in your own life will have a negative impact on the lives of your children. Listen, the Bible says the iniquity of the fathers is passed down to the children. So if you don't deal with the iniquity in your life, you'll see it repeated in the lives of your children. Now listen, I just believe so much that having it, that's why we call my ministry Encounter. Because one encounter with God, uh, when you have an encounter with God, uh, it's going to change your life. Uh, see, the key to having the Lord push you forward in every area of your life is to have an encounter with God. And when you have that, you, you, you're going to want to just, just surrender and obey God in every area of your life. And to do that, you just got to get in God's words. really that simple. And to just really... Listen, your greatest regret at the end of your life will be the risk you didn't chase. With the things that you didn't take, opportunities not seized, dreams not pursued. But what if the life you really wanted, the future God wants for you, is hiding right now in your biggest problem, your worst failure, and your greatest fear? You know, our best days often start out as our worst days. And our greatest opportunities are often disguised as our biggest problems. But God is in the recycling business, and he recycles our past experiences and uses them to prepare us for future opportunities. That's the story of my life. That's the story of your life. Listen, God wants to take every single mistake that you've ever made. He wants to put it in his recycling bin of grace and make you a trophy of his grace so that when people look at your life, you can answer the question, this stuff really does work. Thank you for tuning in to the Encounter Radio Show.